Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review and what after feels like the longest travel day of all time. Travel days. Travel, travel days. <laughs> we are in Montreal coming to you live from our Airbnb. We haven't even, I haven't even taken my shoes off yet. We wanted to get live right away so yeah, hasn't showered either so i have not that's why there's this huge space between us because craig refused to sit next to me even though we just sat next to each other on the plane nice wind coming in the spirit of full transparency if we get a little blurry on this show it's you know it's just because we're tired we're just tired it's just we reflecting to how we that feel. experience to you we we really wanted to go live we really did because we didn't even think we would get to this place uh <laughs> earlier today but we're here so just letting you know if if that if anything goes wrong, you can blame it on the Montreal yeah, Wi-Fi. Yeah, or Air Canada. Just blame it on blame Air Canada. It, blame everything on Air Canada yeah. because that's what we've been doing all day. So, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. We're super excited to be here in our Airbnb. Jacob Franklin is here off to the side. And, uh, whew. Yeah, we may even be joined by a special guest at some point. So, we're going to kick it off. So, we're going to just get everyone prepped for tomorrow. The NHL schedule came out today. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about day two of our travels, not spend 30 minutes like we did on yesterday's audio episode. But we actually made some friends on our flight because when you're going through a bad experience together, it brings you closer to people. And uh, we met a lot of friends, including somebody who is on their way to Comic-Con. If you know on Twitter, at birds. Yeah. Um, he, Aaron Reynolds, may be joining us any moment now. So... He will pop in, hopefully, and we're just going to kick it off and let's just recap day two. Yeah, we made some other friends as well, including abs coach Jared Bednar, who was, of course, flying with us on all these legs. Who, by the way, Air Canada lost his golf clubs. Yeah, I tweeted that. It's (laughs) supposed to be here this morning. For a coach tournament. Yeah, play golf with coaches, but that was a funny story. Like someone from Air Canada told Jared Bednar, yeah, just throw your clubs over there. He's like, really like over here and then some other people do is like okay this doesn't seem right and he, he told someone that he was with there's zero percent chance that those clubs are making their way to montreal and he was right he was right i mean and then i said to him well we didn't even make it to montreal right, so. right, right. <laughs> yeah but the uh, cup did the cup, the cup is here the cup is here the cup the stanley cup was on our flight um we've 
became friends with the keeper of the cup, one of the keepers of the the cup, who, by the way, so first of all, last night we see him with the case. If you listened to our audio episode yesterday, you saw, you heard that we saw the case and he said, it's not the cup. So we're, but I've got, but we have got something. So we're saying maybe it's the Conn Smythe trophy. I don't know. It's something. So then today we're waiting to check our bags and the guy with the case is in front of us and the gate agent says, sir, can you please open the case? So he opens the case. <laughs> and there it is. And it's the Stanley Cup. Like, <laughs> and there were these, all these people right? around us. There were people with European passports who were saying, who were looking at that and saying, oh my God, it's the Stanley Cup. Which is crazy that like people from Europe knew that. It was like that moment in Pulp Fiction where John Travolta looks in and the gold shines in his face, but you actually got to see what was in the case this time. It was the Stanley Cup, and it was really cool to be flying with the cup. First of all, though, how random is it that it's just in a crate and... The cup flies commercial. Like the, 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 cup, the cup should fly first class, in my opinion. It should have its own seat. I think so, too. Yeah. Well, to, to elaborate further on our travel woes, we are really excited to bring in our new friend... <laughs> Aaron Reynolds of AKA Effin Birds. Aaron, welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. This is so random. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you for making some of the horrible time we spent in airports a little more, you know, palatable. <laughs> well, Aaron, we're just talking about, you know, some of our friends that we made, including the keeper of the cup and Colorado Avalanche head coach Jared Bednar. But we went through some shitty things today and yesterday. So from your point of view, and we kind of went over yesterday. So how about you recap for our listeners? Oh, my God. Some of the things that happened today. <laughs> right. So um, my favorite thing today was every time we would get a text message that the flight had been delayed again and the whole lounge would go, uh, because every time it was only like half an hour. So it was like, you can't leave. You know, you shouldn't go have lunch or something like that. I couldn't go like I had a friend of mine, Dave, lives in lives in, in Minnesota. Like he lives like 15 minutes from the airport. So I was like, oh, I'll go see Dave, except, oh, the plane's going to board in half an hour. But it never did board in half an hour. In fact, that delay was uh, a, a, an entire season of television delay. I watched all of Better Call Saul the current <laughs> during that delay. So. Were you were you literally like the last person to get on the plane today? Because I noticed when I oh, yeah. had to use the, the lavatory that you were in the very back road, which means that you were very close to. The oh, lavatory. the snacks didn't make it. To all <laughs> yeah, the, the snacks didn't make it to me. There were no snacks left. Uh, they they ran out of uh, pretzels the row before me, and uh, what else? Oh, uh, the only food they had available as a meal was a small box with four slices of cheese and four weird seed crackers and like six loose grapes in it, um, which cost me like $12. And that's what I yeah. ate for dinner. I'm gonna um, have to be honest about that. I, I chose that actually in those crackers. I think the crackers were kind of old. I think. They yes. I, I have to yeah. be honest in that. I ate the last chicken wrap. Yeah, you did take. Oh, it. you're so, a monster. I'm so sorry. Um, Aaron, another thing that you said yesterday that we forgot to mention on our show is as we're, you know, rapidly descending to 9,000 feet and emergency landing, what pops up on the air? Canada oh screen? my God. Yeah. It was a call to give them feedback on how the flight was going so far. <laughs> it was like, I recognize that some, Something about descent triggered that so that everybody's like, oh, we're about to land. You should say what your things are. But instead it was like, oh, we've lost cabin pressure. So we have right. to descend. Uh, by the way, how do you think your flight's going? <laughs> right. Was it multiple choice? Was there an option like we're about to die? I didn't click it. I took a picture of it 
And I was like, that's, that's all. I don't need to like, I mean, it's not, that part's not their fault. The part where there were no movies or TV shows. Oh, I for me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, oh I'm laughing God. so hard. I'm coughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there God. were no... No movies, no music, no TV shows available on their on their like in-flight entertainment system. So, yeah, just yet another thing. And we then got, we did get a voucher. We did. For that, we got a voucher so. for that. We got a voucher Ooh. for them screwing us up for a twenty-four hours. We got right, and, and, and then and then having no one there to. And help then we us. finally Although apparently they did it two hours later for you. Yeah. Then we yeah. finally touched down, and they say, "So we don't have a gate." And <laughs> just everyone was just yeah. like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, it was one of course not. Blow right. Yeah. We just sat on the tarmac like near like a, a football field away from the gate that was the closest i've ever been to clapping on an airplane <laughs> yeah like, like sarcastically I, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so we are clearly in montreal to cover the nhl draft and we've actually made it in time to, to do the actual draft but why don't you tell us a little bit about why you're here and we, we got oh. a, quite a bit of your background as well so we wouldn't mind sharing that because as we found out when we when we mentioned that we met you you have a lot of fans that are also coyotes fans yeah, so the internet really likes me. Um, <laughs> I write a daily comic strip called F and Birds that pairs all of my negative emotions with beautiful bird artwork to make it palatable. And it's my personal therapy, and somehow people keep reading it. So that's great. Um, and I'm here for Montreal Comic Con, which is also this weekend. So uh, I'm hoping that there will be some like overlap in the after parties. Maybe we'll have some hockey and comics artists parties. I already got I got invited to an after party that's in a club that used to be owned by uh, the Hells Angels until it blew up. So that's cool. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Maybe we'll see Comic Con parties. Maybe we'll see the Stanley Cup again this week somehow at a at an after party situation. So somebody should bring the Stanley Cup to Comic Con. Yeah, seriously. I agree. (laughs) Well, now that I'm besties with the keeper of the cup. Yeah, he was pranking me. Alternately, because I just came from Fan Expo Denver, like that's why I was flying. I'm I'm from Toronto, but I was flying from Denver because I was at a Comic Con in Denver and flying right to a Comic Con in Montreal. And one of the things we did was uh, we rented a giant parrot costume and made one of the con organizers wear it around, like all weekend, just because, just because. And uh, and that was great. Uh, She wore it to one of the after parties, and I have video of a giant parrot getting carded in a bar which is fantastic so anyways uh maybe somebody should get a bunch of tinfoil and like make a uh make a stanley cup costume oh that's a good idea so tell me what these experiences are like for you like my kids go to these all the time they love comic-con oh yeah what's it like to be it's it, it goes past adulation sometimes doesn't it Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I thrive on validation, so it's cool. Like I'm, I'm happy to talk to people about how great I am. That's my favorite thing. But, um, also there was this very well-intentioned gentleman who has found me at three different shows in three different cities who wants to show me all his bird calls. And it's like, it's like, okay, I'm going to be really generous and I'm going to listen to all the bird calls again, because I don't think he remembers that he's already showed me all of his excellent bird calls, but Okay. You know? Okay. Well, my goodness. Yeah, well, a little bit stocky, but... you know, it's just yeah. it's been such a great experience meeting all sorts of people, and you know, despite all of these travel struggles, it brought a bunch of people together who were coming to Montreal for a variety of reasons. So, it was really great um, meeting you. And is there anything yeah. else you want to ask? Well, I was I was just thinking about, about it. There's actually a Coyotes jersey in my house um, because. Oh. We're we were from Toronto, uh, but we moved to Ottawa when most of my kids were young. And um, because we're from Toronto, obviously my wife 
hates the Ottawa Senators. Oh, of course. And so she forbade the children from cheering for the local team. And she let them, you know, look at all the logos and pick their favorite team. And my oldest kid decided it was going to be the Coyotes. And let me tell you, at the time, it was very hard to get a youth-sized Coyotes jersey. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Does it have a name on the back? It does not, sadly. Okay. Just, just wondering if. But you it, had a it is there. rare. The few times I've worn Coyotes gear in Toronto, people have looked at me and said, "Really? Like, yeah. it's just shocking." It's oh, there's people that people are into that team. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, while one of the, the woman on the flight next to me and Craig just now, she she's a Quebec she Nordiques, Nordiques fan, fan and, nice. right? And like literally ten minutes before Craig and I were like shitting on that arena. <laughs> <laughs> Why would the NHL ever go back to Quebec? Yeah, and then she tells us the Nordiques for a favorite team. Really? So. Oh, I'm sorry. She I, forgave us. Though, I really so. like you know that woman. So I think they they probably agree. Like I I remember old Maple Leaf Gardens. It was a shithole. You know, I wouldn't go back there if anybody. They turned it into a grocery store, and I know how dirty it was as a stadium. So I wouldn't buy food there. That seems horrible. <laughs> well, Aaron, thank you so much for calling in. We hope that maybe some people listening are headed to Comic Con and we'll meet you this weekend and maybe we'll see you out there on the streets of Montreal but this was a highlight to come out of the last crazy 24 hours so we appreciate you jumping on with us and I'm, helping us tell the stories of our travel woes we survived I'm, man we survived we survived we made it and now we're linked for life so <laughs> thank right. you absolutely absolutely thanks so much and enjoy your week in Montreal my pleasure thank you all right see ya all right thank you again to Aaron Reynolds. And if you want to follow him on Twitter, he's at Effin, E-F-F-I-N, Birds. He does some great art. Yeah. Um, it was really fun talking to him. Really, we befriended so many people um, on that plane. It was it was a blast. Uh, just people from all walks of life. It was so much fun. Yeah, I think misery bonds people. It really does. And it this was really, misery. It, was. it really was. In, in, in the final analysis, this was a miserable Nearly 24 hours of it travel. Was. We had so many things happen to but us. And today, again, today, like you mentioned, like six delays, another delay, another delay, another, another delay, delay. Come another on. Delay. And they were all, and like, they were, they were nickel and diming us, too. It wasn't, oh, this, you know, it's going to be three hours. Here's another 30 minutes. Here's another 30 minutes. So yep. but we, we got here. We did and get here. The plus side today, when we finally got here and we had been prepared for how bad customs and baggage claim might be. Oh, the best customs was empty. The best customs and baggage experience of my life. Yeah. Our, we actually had a carousel that was putting out bags instead of, as as I tweeted earlier, the the island of misfit bags, where there were just there were literally hundreds of suitcases in the baggage claim that weren't claimed. It was insane, it was like grouped in different areas, like cities of bags. It was bizarre. Yep, it was insane. Fortunately, um, we didn't have to deal with it. We did not. And I will say, I was walking to the bathroom and I was walking by the keeper of the cup, and at this point. Everyone so ha- from our flight so happy. We're all looking at each other. We are here. So I looked at the keeper of the cup and I said, we made it. And he said, well, now we have to see if the Stanley Cup made it. I have to say, knowing I was on the flight with the Stanley Cup, it really grounded me. It made me feel like we're going to get through this. <laughs> um, so that helped. And the one other story I'll tell before we move on to talk actual hockey and actual draft stuff is when the cup, when we saw the cup in front of us in the line to check in, I took a picture and I tweeted it. So we're waiting at our gate and the keeper of the cup comes up to me and he says, excuse me, are you the one who tweeted the photo of the Stanley Cup? And I said, yes. And he said, you actually violated um, a privacy rule about the Stanley Cup. And I I just got a call about it. 
And I said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And he's like, ah, I'm just kidding. Great deadpan. Amazing. He sold it. Amazing. I was listening. I was like, I tweeted too, but I don't have a photo of myself yeah, he, in my, my Twitter avatar. No, but it's funny because he literally said, he said, yeah, your Twitter avatar, it's a cartoon version of you. And Jared Bednar, yeah, it was Bednar that ID'd you. Literally pointed like, at her. me and said, yeah, I'm pretty sure she's the one who did it. So that just really nice. puts a bow on our travel day. But the good news is we are here. It is after 10 p.m. Eastern time. We have to eat. I cannot wait to drink a beer. Oh, my God. Yeah, we've got an Irish pub right around the corner, and that's got my name on it. Oh, my gosh. I wish that they had Four Peaks. They probably don't. But everyone else can get Four Peaks tomorrow at 4 p.m. at the PHNX Coyotes official draft party. Be sure to RSVP now. Get your tickets today before they're sold out. It's going to be so much fun. Petey and Sean will be hosting. Rudo's coming down from DNBR. We'll have Jay Verity, head coach of the Tucson Roadrunners, joining. Greg Powers, head coach of ASU, joining. Josh Doan is going to be calling into the show. And maybe some other su- surprise guests as well. Who knows what Petey's got working back exactly. there. We've been out of touch for a couple days. Exactly. Petey's just like kissing the ground in Phoenix that he didn't have to be part of this travel experience after. Oh, it's funny you should mention that. Fl- Craig may have kissed the ground and we may have gotten it on video, but more to come with that. But come to Four Peaks tomorrow. It's going to be a blast. And you don't have to be 21 to come to Four Peaks just to drink the beer. And if you do drink the beer, 21 and over and enjoy responsibly. I can't wait to get Four Peaks when I get back. And it is our favorite beer. So great for the summer as well. Can't wait to get my hands on that peach after this stressful week. Um, But looking ahead to the actual draft, which Craig and I will be part of the draft show. You can hear it broadcast inside of Four Peaks there. So Craig and I will be calling in from the Bell Center um, tomorrow. Round one. I mean, in less than 24 hours, we will know the first three picks that the Coyotes will make in this draft. We think, yes. Unless they trade. Unless they trade. Yeah. So We may know the fate of Jacob Chikrin, too. So. Yes, so let's just go over. This is just kind of your quick draft primer, all the things that if you're a Coyotes fan, you need to know before tomorrow. And one of them, let's just start with it. Is there any scenario that Bill Armstrong trades any of these first-round picks? I could see, He said, we'll consider every scenario. So they, if they feel like the player that they want at the top of the draft is still going to be there, if they move down, someone else wants to move up, he may do that. He may package the two first-round picks or those four second round picks, any, any configuration of those to move up. If there's another player that they want a little higher in the draft, everything's on the table, including as as we mentioned, Jacob Chikrin. So who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? Bill Armstrong's been pretty creative early on in his tenure here. So I, I guess I'd say this, I'd be surprised if it was just, you know, by the book, but that is possible because they have so many picks. He may just want to give his scouts the opportunity to, you know, execute their plan. Who knows? Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what happens. We have no idea. Um, honestly, it been the spirit of full transfer- pan- transparency. We were very relieved Jacob Chikrin did not get traded today as we were at the yeah, Minneapolis airport fear. for eight hours. Um, but we'll see. He may stay a coyote. He may be a coyote all of next year. Yeah. Or and he I would might say, listen, away. there's rumors. Obviously, we, we discussed this last night as well or early this morning, I guess it was Who knows? when we finally got to the hotel, you know, you've seen the Columbus rumors out there. Columbus has some pieces. They definitely have the pieces, 
to offer the Coyotes, um, is it going to be enough? Are they are they willing to give all the pieces that Bill Armstrong wants? Jarmo Kekalainen and Bill Armstrong, of course, work together with the St. St. Louis Blues, so they have a relationship. That matters. Relationships matter in this. The thing that I keep thinking about, and we mentioned this briefly before, is I've I've seen a couple teams discussed possibly for Jacob Chikrin. It's Columbus and Ottawa right now, and I think either one of those places. Jacob Chikrin said on breakup day, I want to go somewhere where I'm not packing up on the final day of the regular season and saying goodbye to the boys. I want to be preparing for the playoffs. Well, if you're going to Columbus and Ottawa, you're probably not going to be in that situation. Yeah. So... Is the grass greener? I don't know. He Again, he doesn't have any control over where he goes. So sometimes it's almost be careful what you wish for. It might be it might be with Jacob Chikrin to stay in Arizona if those are the options. But again, he doesn't have control at this point. He's made it clear that, you know, he might like a change of scenery. But, you know, Bill's got to take the best offer he can get. And if that happens to be from another team that's not in playoff contention. That's how it goes. Yep, absolutely. I think the one thing to remember going into the next two days is we just have to trust in Bill Armstrong's plan. He's really given us no reason to not trust him so far with what he's been able to accomplish. So if the Coyotes pick the picks and they don't move them or nobody gets traded, like there is a plan that has been so well thought out that we should trust in the process. And I want to just remind everyone the picks that the Coyotes have this weekend, starting with tomorrow, of course, we've been talking about the third overall pick um, since the draft lottery. So that's going to be right at the start. And then the Coyotes will pick 27th overall in the first round, as well as 32nd overall. The 27th pick, of course, from Carolina and 32nd pick from the Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche. And then in the second round, picks 34, 36, 43, 45. And the third round, pick 67. The fifth round, pick 131. And the sixth round, Pick 163, and Craig and I are please begging no seventh round picks. Please, please. <laughs> Much like I mean, you still got to sit there for the draft. But I know. You, at least you don't have to. You know, you can you can just sort of close your eyes. I know. And, and just, hope nothing happens. Just pray. Just pray. Yeah. Um, some other things to note going into the draft is the situation with Russia. Um, it's ever evolving. We've seen some horrible stuff come out of Russia um, regarding their own athletes even um just a horrible situation so flyers goalie detained and now now the Kirill Kaprizov uh reports as well uh, I don't know what's going on there that's that's a story to watch as well yeah. it's scary right now like if you're a GM how are you I mean I guess in, when you have a situation like the Coyotes the teams that have a lot more draft picks like Seattle you might be able to spend one take a risk on a, a really good talent because you have those extra picks, those might be the teams that are in position to to execute those picks. But it's still scary, right? Because I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. And now it's like, is he going to be detained in a military facility and injected with strange drugs? <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen over there. So really, really scary situation really for these scary. athletes. Yeah, it's yeah, really you scary. Feel for them. So that's another thing to keep an eye on. If you don't see Russians on the draft board, maybe going, that could be a reason why it'll really be interesting to kind of see how it, things shake out with where players are being picked from. Craig has previously um, written in his stories that the OHL may have a bit of a down year this year. The WHL may have a big year this year. Yeah, some of the scouts are saying that we'll yeah. see how it plays it's, out. It's just, it's really, it's always interesting to keep note of, of, those and of course the NTDP going to have some, I mean, it's got a couple of players right at the top of the draft as well. Yeah. So, yeah, amazing to see the growth of American hockey. So we're really excited about that as well. And, you know, at that third pick, assuming the Coyotes pick there, which we're pretty sure they will, right? 
I kind of still think they I will. I still think they will. I, I still do. think they will. And I think they want a forward. We've talked about trade. We've talked about scenarios for who they'll pick at that position for weeks and weeks. Um, and you can actually look on the DraftKings Sportsbook app at who is has the best odds to go at number three, which is kind of fun. You can do one, two, and three. Um, right now, or what I checked earlier, Logan Cooley is still the best odds to be picked by the Arizona Coyotes at pick number three. But if you think maybe it could go to someone like Cutter Gautier, if you think Shane Wright could fall to three, you can put money on that, and you can really make some money on picks like that. Um, you can also do things like which player will get picked first. They put players head-to-head. You can do over-unders in draft position. So a lot of ways to have some fun betting mm-hmm. on the NHL draft um, tomorrow and Friday. So definitely check that out. Um, I don't know if sports betting is legal in Quebec. It is in Ontario. I'll have to look into that. But alas, everyone watching in Arizona Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. If you haven't already, sign up using that promo code PHNX and make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Everybody in the comments, thank you so much. We don't have a monitor right now. I have the YouTube pulled up on my phone, so I am seeing your comments kind of so i apologize for not <laughs> addressing them directly we can if, um, if you want i'm good he's in here saying that he doesn't feel like he's missing much he's on his couch thanks um, buddy thanks for your everyone support. is everyone is feeling sympathetic about the air canada situation um and just you know happy happy that we're all here together and we're finally <sighs> at the night before yeah, it was the night before the at least we got here and this is of course why we traveled two days before just you know, because there are variables. There are, there are variables. variables in life, especially Air Canada. There, yes. Air Canada is a big variable right now. And if you're just joining us, if we're a little blurry, it's because we're we, tired. We're tired. That's all we're, that's what we're going with. Exactly. Um, yeah. A few other names just to keep your, your head wrapped around. Uh, Craig has written some stories about some potential dark horse picks for the Coyotes. Um, I mean, defenseman, is it Simon or is it Simon? Okay. Fenton Simon Nemec is one. And um, Cutter Gautier, when you call him Scottsdale product, Cutter Gautier, people don't like that very much. Well, I don't say Scottsdale native. No. It's all That's about kid. the language. Yes, it is. You have to choose your words carefully. You can't, you can't say Scottsdale native for Austin Matthews either because he was born in San Ramon, California, but he moved here when he was a, a baby. So... Clearly, he grew up in Scottsdale, so that's why I say it. Scottsdale product, Cutter but, Gautier. But Cutter Gautier did play, have a stint for the Junior Coyotes, so yes, there did. are Scottsdale ties. He was here for a lot of years. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's not sig- a stretch to call him that. He, he says he's from Scottsdale, so whatever. It's significant. So, you know, just some other – was there any what, – what was your – did you do a third? Yeah, in my, uh, in my five guys, I added a wild card, uh, Joaquin Kemmel. All of these players that we just mentioned, of course, we have prospect breakdowns we do. live on the website at gophnx.com, available for members only. So if you want to brush up on all your prospects before tomorrow, head over to gophnx.com, become a member. If you're not already, sign up for an annual membership and get a shirt from the locker. Uh, my shirts, I've been since that we've been flying for two days, I've been wearing them on the plane. So comfy. Oh my gosh, love them. I also brought my <laughs> PHNX hat. Uh, hopefully, 
hopefully we'll have some time at one point to walk around Montreal. I can break it out then, but who knows? Um, so become a member. It's a blast. Join the members only discord. We were sending some travel photos in there today. It was a lot of fun. So become a member. Craig published a story today. Tons and tons of draft coverage coming this week. You don't even understand. So yeah. it's a great time to become a member. I had a story every day this week so yeah, far. Especially if you're a Coyotes fan. Yeah. Especially if you're a Coyotes fan. It's a great great time to be on member. So we hope you consider it. Yeah. And our draft prospect breakdowns, of course, come from experts, yes. not from us. Because no. what do we know? No. Honestly, no. not much. Um, but we have TSN's Bob McKenzie. You saw that show. That show has, see, that has Thousands a lot of viewership. Of yeah. yeah. Um, Craig Button, of course, also from TSN. We had Corey Promen from The Athletic and Chris Peters, who keeps changing media outlets. So I can't keep up with him. I probably have to update my story because he's no longer with Daily Faceoff, although he did it while he's with Daily Faceoff. Congrats to my buddy, Chris Peters, for moving over to Flow Hockey. Really good opportunity for him, but he's also one of those four analysts that we have on the website, breaking down prospects. All four of those guys are dialed in. Mackenzie and and Mackenzie more so because of the sources. He can get any executive, any GM, any scout on the phone. He's Bob McKenzie. Of course he can. And then the other three guys, they scout the hell out of these players that they're at the game. So it's not... Oh, I watch video and I think I understand a player. Video doesn't cut it. You're not, you miss a lot of the game when you're watching on video because the camera follows the puck. So you're not seeing what a guy does away from the puck. You're not seeing his attitude on the bench. You're not seeing all these things that scouts look for that factor into their evaluation of a player. Video doesn't get it done. You got to be there. These guys are there. And of course, the Coyote scouts are there. So those are the people that you should be listening to when you're talking about player evaluations. Absolutely. So we're we're so happy to have them and so grateful for all the hard work that they put in. So check all of that out. And we have a comment here, and this is a perfect transition. Um, 20 road games out of the first 24. That should work out well for the Bedard situation. So I know we are talking about tomorrow's NHL draft, the 2022 NHL draft, but the NHL did release its regular season schedule today, and we'd be remiss if we did not mentioned the Coyotes schedule and some some key takeaways from it, which if you have not checked it out, Craig, what are some key takeaways from the Arizona Coyotes NHL schedule? First off, that Saul Bookman is going broke in the first two months of the Coyotes <laughs> season. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> 20 of the first 24 games are on the road. We, you know, we had a feeling something like this might be coming. We figured it would be road heavy, yeah. although we knew there would be home games in spite of other people saying they can't play home games at ASU they can. because they don't. Yes, they can. They've, they've already worked that out with ASU. That's not for you to decide. Don't worry your pretty little head about that. <laughs> ASU already told them that they can use the community ring to set up temporary team, team areas. And that's what they're going to do for those four games in a row that they play at home including the home opener against, of course, the Winnipeg Jets. You know, the Coyotes are the former Winnipeg Jets. So Winnipeg, the Rangers, Florida, and Dallas from October 28th to November 3rd after a six-game road trip to start the season, which is long but not crazy. But what's crazy comes after that. (laughs) After those four home games, they play 14 straight games on the road from November 5th to December 7th. They do not have a home game. They will come home, mind you. If you look at the schedule, there are breaks in there. Between the Rangers and Vegas game in November, there's a four-day break. Of course, they're coming home, and they only have to go to Vegas. And then again, there's another break after Minnesota where they can come home before they play L.A. in L.A. So they'll get home at least. They'll have some practice time. They'll see their families. But in terms of games, if you want to see the Coyotes between 
November 5th and December 7th. Sorry. You're going to have to go out on the road. Sorry. And like you, me. And if you do go on the road, do not fly with Craig. <laughs> that is my one takeaway Seriously. from this entire trip. Do not fly with Craig Morgan for work ever. I'm never doing it again. He's cursed. <laughs> Craig, I have nothing to by say December, it's true. Di- by December 7th, how much of the Coyotes road schedule will they have played? Half. Well, 20. So almost half. Like one away from half. They will basically be halfway through the road schedule it's by, by Pearl Harbor Day. <laughs> It's nuts. Absolutely That's unbelievable. Nuts. Albert said perfect schedule to tank for Bedard. It really is. I mean, 20 of your first 24 on the road, I mean, you're going to be buried yep. by then. I hate to say it. It's hard to hear for. I'm sure it the, is hard. You know, the players, the coaches, when they look at that, they're like, oh, my God. That's, you look at what the the uh, Islanders went through this year when they had to play so many games. I think I think it was 13 games, wasn't it? I think right? so. They, they and they were buried. Their season their, was over. They couldn't recover season, from yeah. it. And they still they had to adjust to playing in a new home arena when they got back, and they had no confidence, and and it was over. So, I mean, the Coyotes did a pretty good job of burying themselves early this season, but not quite enough, as we found out. Yeah. With that three game winning streak but at the end of the year, you know what, this time. Craig, but you know what, Craig? This year, at the end of the day, the Coyotes having the third overall pick, fine with it. Next year, don't mess nope. this up. <laughs> don't mess Bedard, this up. But Wright and Slavkovsky and Cooley. All great players. They're not Bedards. So. Andre Turigny, I'm speaking to you directly now. Don't win three games at the end of the season to mess this up. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. I'm sure oh, man. Probably not. Yep. Well, tons of great stuff coming your way over the next two days. We got to wrap this up because we are starving. We're tired. I need we're a smelly. Beer. We need a drink. Well, some of us are smelly. All righty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Well, everybody, thank you so much for watching us. Thank you so much for enduring the little bit of the blurriness that just reflects how we feel. And thanks for your support, by the way. Oh, my gosh. By the way, everyone everyone tweeting at us. I can't even tell you how much I laughed from everyone's tweets this week in the Discord. It's been so amazing. The fact that all of you are watching live right now. If you're in Arizona, it's almost 8 p.m. on a Wednesday. We seriously can't thank you enough. Um, Looking forward to meeting, hopefully, some of you in Montreal this week. Um, and please, please, please head out to Four Peaks for the draft party. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to, it's just, it's a family event. It's a community event. Oh, oh. And by the way, we will be collecting donations for Maricopa County Animal Care and Control at the draft party tomorrow. Yep. So if you're able to bring donations, we'll tweet out more information. Yeah. And Petey will talk about it on the air. Petey doesn't know it yet, yep. but we'll, we'll be Petey, passing more watching. info to Petey as well, because they are looking for specific things. I spoke to Greg Dunaway, you know, one of those people who ne- didn't necessarily support us during our misery on this trip was pretty much laughing at me. But <laughs> Greg has been just a champion of dogs at, at the shelter. And he, and, he, and he reached out and and they, they are looking for very specific things. We're going to direct you to an actual site away from MCC, MCCAC, um, someone who helps them um, collect all these things. But we'll get all those details to you during the draft yeah. show. Please, though, if, if you can do this, I mean, help the dogs out. You know how much this means to me. You know how much this means to all of us. 
So that'll be a big part of the show tomorrow. Yep. And we will also be accepting donations in the form of super chats during mm-hmm. tomorrow's draft show. So any amount, just literally a dollar, um, any amount you can donate, all super chat proceeds will be donated to Maricopa County Animal Care and Control. So super excited about that, everyone. Seriously, thank you again. We can't thank you enough. Um, it's it's been a hard day and a half but you know what it's been it's been worth it and it's going to be really worth it the next two days so we appreciate everybody watching please follow us on twitter at phnx underscore coyotes tons of content coming to you all week follow phnx sports across all social platforms as well tons of content there and check out the phnx sports youtube channel tomorrow 3 45 arizona time draft coverage begins be there you won't want to miss it everybody thank you so much we're gonna go get a bite to eat and a drink And uh, we'll see you tomorrow live from the Bell Center. (laughs) Bye, everyone.